Ah, Jeremy, why do we have to continue watching Sopranos? Is there any the Sopranos is the best show that's ever been put on TV, Mike? It's just like, but you just keep starting it over and over and over. You just you haven't got through the first episode. Ooh, what's that? A knock on the door. Oh, Jeremy, someone dropped off a little podcast right on the doorstep. Oh God! Oh, oh, oh he's so small. Oh, it's oh, it's Dad's getting coffee. It kind of looks like you, Mike. No, no, no. No! <laughs> Justin! Uh, look at this, look at this baby podcast. Does this look like me? Yeah, it looks exactly like you. It's coming, Justin. Eyes, right? Yeah. Well, come in, come, come in with us, tiny podcast. Dad's getting coffee. Justin, you love coffee. I do. And you're a dad. I am. And I'm a dad. And Jeremy's a dad. Mike, don't hand me that podcast. This sounds like it was custom, custom fit. Oh. Oh, it's okay. Oh, shh. It's, shush, shush. it's okay. It's, we'll take good care of you this episode, baby podcast. Uh, did anyone want to hold it? No. No. <clears throat> Absolutely not. That thing smells. You should wash your hands. Nah, get me! Better, faster, stronger, and hornier. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Mike. How are you today? I'm doing great, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. And hey, Justin. Hey, guys. Hey, Welcome Justin. Welcome back to the show. What's up? Justin, returning to the show. In studio. In studio. This is all very exciting. I like it. This is the first time I've been here. It's a, it's a, fan, it's a, it's a great setup. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the panels are falling off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I added some other panels, and they're yeah. like corner ones, but... Just sitting loosely. <laughs> I just brought those in today. No, I just, I like the vibe. I like the vibe. <laughs> the, the bar's in here. Yeah, I know. You, help, you helped me stain it. Yeah, I think we did, we did some other stuff to it, didn't we? Yeah, we probably add, you know, built parts of it together. Yeah. Yeah. It looks, looks beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's got a little bunch of stuff on it right now. Ugh. Hey, Mike, hey. if you could refrain from touching your microphone, it's unprofessional. Mm. A lot of noises come through. Mm. So dad's getting <laughs> coffee. Dad's getting coffee. That is a show that I feel now with the three of us, we're very well equipped to handle. All three of us are dads, and we bring to the table different experiences to us being fathers of human. We've made people. We did. We we did. We did it. We made people. Several of them. Yep. For, for you yep. specifically, yes. Uh, uh, and uh, so let's talk about some some advice. People want to know. They want to know. I'm a dad. What am I doing? I'm just a kid, and now I've made one. So how do I how do I how do I deal with that? Right? Is that what the uh, podcast is about? Uh, that well, it's about the experiences of fathers, and they're also getting coffee while they do it. So are they like coffee aficionados? They like to enjoy coffee. It's more about the conversation. It's more about the, it's not so much about the coffee as much as the conversation one has when going out and getting a nice cup of joe. So just Justin has brought here to the studio some equipment for to make coffee. So not only are we going to be talking about being dads 
and getting coffee, but we're going to make the damn stuff right here, right now. In the studio? In the studio. On the table? On the table. I love in, it. in or around the table. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of expensive equipment on this table. <laughs> just scoot that over a little bit. So why don't we go ahead and get started on getting getting the coffee made? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll start right now. All right. Make you a nice cup. <laughs> All right, so so Justin is building the coffee bar right now. So not only has he brought the kettle for which to boil the water, he's also brought the coffee grinder for the beans that he's brought, and he's gonna g- freshly grind the coffee beans, and then he's gonna boil the. He brought his own fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> this man's a professional, folks. He, he brought his own fucking water. <laughs> it seems extra, but it's not. It doesn't take any more time than. It's all uh, part of the process. <laughs> and it does uh, take more attention. So, and he also has a special way of, we're not, we're not there at that stage yet, but he's also brought his own special way of preparing the coffee once ground and we got hot water going. I have to warn you, the grinder is going to be loud. Yeah, it's so fine. you let me know when you want me to hit that. I will. So, Jeremy, how was your week? Oh, uh, dude, it was, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, didn't have much work to do. No. Uh, Thanksgiving was cool. Went and saw Inga Bubba. Oh, yeah. We just yeah. had Thanksgiving. So How was I, your Thanksgiving? I, I had two Thanksgivings. Oh. Yep. I went over to my brother's wife's parents' house okay. for Thanksgiving. And then we both drove to where our mom lives, me and Jeff. We drove to my mom. We played uh, We played a murder mystery game, one of those disposable murder mystery games. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and we solved a murder of an of a influencer. Who solved the murder? Uh, me and Jeff and Mom and, and uh, Oh, you all, and work to, you all work together? Yeah, as a team. There's it no has, winner in the game? Good. Well, you win when you solve the murder. So you all win together? Yeah, as a, as a team. So you, gotcha. You, so it's like, a, it's like a little escape room almost, except it's a murder <laughs> board. You get a murder board, and then uh, you solve all these mysteries. How long did that take to solve uh, it? It took us an hour and 20 minutes. Oh. Here we go. I'm going to take Justin's special cream because Justin brought some special cream. And once the coffee's made, I'm going to pour that special cream directly into my coffee. Justin's special cream? Justin's special cream. All right. It's actually uh, one of our favorite boozes that we've talked about plenty of times, especially the food, wine, and whiskey episode, a couple before that, uh, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace has made like a Bailey's type Irish cream liqueur. Sponsor us. Buffalo Trace. You Buffalo Trace, bitches, sponsor us. I won't take your money and advertise. But you know what? We can't. We can't say their name anymore unless they give us money. So where did you find this Buffalo Trace? I mean, the, when you the special cream that you make. Yeah, I made a stop at the liquor store pre-Thanksgiving dinner uh-huh. just to see if there's anything that looked delicious. And the the guy at the counter, he was like, "Taste this," and he poured <laughs> me a little Dixie cup of it. And as soon as I tasted it, I told him, go get me a bottle. Just bring, bring me a bottle right now. <laughs> That's really great. <laughs> he, said, he said he sold two cases that day. Oh, people like, were By just... the time I had arrived at like 11 in the morning. It's yeah. a Christmas miracle. <laughs> well, I mean, you think about those people that uh, peddle their boozes outside like ABC and like the other liquor stores. They, they like just they hate being there trying to sell this booze because they people are just going to drink my free booze and walk away. Right. But then this guy, he's in the situation where it's like, it's too good. People are just buying everything. <laughs> like, I hope that guy made a commission that or it, something. Well, the only thing, he, sh- he secured a sale before. Like, I had paid for the goods that I, I came there for, and I was on my way out the door. And he uh-huh. said, before you go, try this cream. And I still... <laughs> I tried the cream, I and I was like, b- I'm going to go put this stuff in my car. <laughs> I'll, be back. I'll be right back. Get the bottle ready, because I want to buy it. <laughs> he had already secured one sale, yeah. and then it was so good, I was like, I want, I want that. Wow. <laughs> I actually met one of those uh, people peddling their booze, Yeah, and it was, uh, uh, it was Jack Daniels, the flavored whiskeys. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I tried all three of them, and then she gave me the bottle of the fire, and she wanted to take a picture of me with it. And I was like, sure. She's like, that's the one you like the best? I'm like, sure, yeah. And then I took a picture, and she was so nice that I carried that bottle with me till I got to the other side of the store, and I just put it on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like the opposite. Yeah. It's like well, you wanted to make them feel good, but you also didn't want to buy it. And then she took a picture. I'm, I'm sure I'm in an advertisement somewhere. With those eyes. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful eyes. <laughs> She's like, please hold this bottle. Where's my phone? 
So what is that noise? That's the the coffee's brewing. Yeah, the water's well, burning. Well, the water's burning. Oh, okay. Got to get the water burning first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to make the sweet bean juice. Bean juice. Bean I guess technically juice. it is bean juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The juice from beans. Justin, where do you stand on the Israel-Palestine conflict? Why? <laughs> So this is what I'm using to make the coffee. It's a Chemex. It's a, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are familiar with a Chemex. Nope, never heard of it. Basically, it looks like lab, uh, uh, like the lab, the beakers, like lab mm. beakers. Yeah, it's made of the same stuff. It's the borosilate glass or whatever. Same uh-huh. stuff they make like beakers and stuff out of. You decided to switch over to the glass stuff, and I remember you telling me about this one time because you were like concerned of the fact of use of heating up plastic. Yeah. When you're making your coffee, you yeah. don't like the concept of of there being hot plastic that's touching your coffee. Correct. And you, and yeah, you do something with the microwave and stuff. Yeah, there's there's what maybe some kind of research about you know plastics leaching into your foods and waters. Plastolits. Plastolits. Plastic. Microplastics. No, plastolits is the the term for the micro like the molecular plastic. Yeah, yeah. Leaching. Honestly, I don't I don't know if it's like good or bad or not. But I'm like, this seems pretty easy to avoid, though. Yeah. So worst like, case. Yeah. Yeah. I love drinking plastic. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plastic talking. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> the plastic. One is of us. <laughs> it's got its grip on you. When you guys were outside, I was licking the studio table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it looks like uh, you know very open on the top. It uh, you know contours. It, it comes in uh, and then it flares back out for like the reservoir for where the coffee is. So he's got a filter in the top of this cone, and then I'm assuming the coffee's in there. And then you're gonna pour this water over it, and you're gonna kind of like brew the coffee. Yeah, yeah, it's just by a slow, hand, a slow pour. Yeah, it sounds like it's ready. Yeah. It smells fantastic. It does. The studio smells fantastic. So what Justin's doing now is he's slowly pouring it, like Mr. Miyagi or some other kung fu master who's slowly... Oh, oh. I've done the initial pour. Uh-huh. And now I'm going to let the grounds sit and bloom. B- bloom. bloom. Yep. And then, bloom? and then I'll begin pouring the water at a slow and steady rate. Uh-huh. I don't want to fill the container up too much on the top. Right. It's okay. Time. What's it's bloom? time now? And that's what. Oh, it's time. The the, the blooming is over. The blooming oh. is past. <laughs> the blooming. It's is now. It's time for the 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 pour. Is as he calls it. So now he's, now he's pouring. he's pouring it very he's steady. Pouring. So basically, he's doing the same thing he was earlier, but except he waited to do this part. It's, it's going to take, take a minute. minute. So uh, this is like a Zen garden. It is equivalent. It's, it's a whole process making coffee because like you think about. You think about the fancy ways people make coffees nowadays. You think of like a French press, right? You got this cool reservoir. There's a mechanism. You push a button down. Like there's a whole thing about it. Or like you go into cold brew and you think about all these ways people make coffee. People are obsessed with this stuff. And so this is just, it's it's fascinating to watch. And it, it seems like it would be a very calming thing to do. I wonder if this has anything to do with the fact that Justin has three children that stress him out and he needs a <laughs> zen hobby and he's chosen coffee making. <laughs> Go away! Daddy's making coffee! Right? This is my special coffee time! <laughs> but still, see, he, he patiently pours at a steady rate all over. The, the coffee's coffee got grounds. a nice color to it, Mike. It, it does. And I've had Justin's uh, special coffee before. I actually had a cup this morning because uh, I hung out with Justin last night. Ooh. And I went over there and we drank a bunch. And uh, we played Call of Duty until the wee hours of the morning. 12 midnight. Tw- uh, midnight o'clock. We probably... Tw- midnight 30. was about midnight 30 we went to bed. And then I crashed on his couch and I woke up early this morning, 8.30. And uh, came home, did nothing, and then came here. It's a beautiful story, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. How, d- how did you do in Call of Duty? Uh, really bad. Well, yeah. uh, we haven't played. I mean, shit, he had to renew his PlayStation subscription just so we could play it. It's been a hot minute since we played. I haven't played since last time I played with Justin. And what was that, six, seven months ago? Eight months ago? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, long, hot minute. That's probably the last time I played as well. And it sucks because I actually, when we, because I used to live with you, which I'm sure we're going to get into about talking about being dads, but um, I lived with you for a little while 
And during that time, we, we played a lot of Call of Duty together. And we actually did a lot of headway on a lot of these guns. You know, you play with the guns, you get XP, you get attachments and upgrades to your guns. Mm-hmm. Those were all gone. The game didn't save any of that shit. <laughs> Nothing. So we had we had we had started from scratch. Well, actually, a lot of his still had some stuff, but the profile that I was using on his PlayStation didn't save any of it. Hmm. I had the, the double barrel shotgun people. <laughs> you just had the basics. Basic shit. Mm, that coffee does smell good. <laughs> He's just staring at it. So uh, we bring we have a, we have a very special opportunity to talk to our listeners today about the joys of. Parenthood, the trials and tribulations that we've overcome, and the special advice we have to give for anybody who's in a similar situation to us. And and I would say that the three of us are in very different situations of uh, being a father. Uh, each one of us has uh, wisdom, I believe, to bring to the table for our specific experiences to help other people who are in our, uh, I guess, zone, father zones. Right? Father zones. Father zones. <laughs> so Welcome we're all to in... the father zone. <laughs> so, Justin. Yes. Is there a special name for when the coffee's done? What stage the coffee's like in? Like blooming? Yeah. I don't think so. I think you just drink it. Oh, it's drink t- <laughs> drinking time. Yeah, drink it time. Okay. We, uh, we could come up with. Yeah, so what is it called? Terminology? Terminology. Yeah. Uh, let's call it uh, drinkable. It's been roared. Roared. It's been roared. It's roared. Roared. Uh-huh. Coffee's done cooking. <laughs> it's coffee done cooking. Ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now we're at the pouring stage. So we have our three coffee cups, and Justin is beginning the pouring stage of the coffee into the cups. Ooh. Oh, look at that! Oh. Like a mad scientist. I wish I could mic it while he's doing it. Oh, there we go. Thank you, Jeremy. Now it sounds like he's peeing into a cup. (laughs) Ah, so gentle. I'm just trying to distribute it so evenly. Yeah, you're doing a great job. I wonder what the ASMR for the special cream is. (laughs) I don't know, but uh, okay, so everyone take their cups. Let's do a cheers. 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 To friendship and togetherness. Yep. Oh, it's very aromatic. Mm. Oh, that's nice. That's a dang smooth cup of coffee. Oh, that's really good. I, like I love drinking. So Jeremy, Justin, and I are all drinking our, our coffees black, as the good Lord intended. But now we're going to taint it with boozy cream. It's, it's really good. You really just taste it's It's so good. Just coffee. It's exactly how it smells. Yeah. It's how it tastes. It's exactly. Fantastic. So I agree. The, the whole plastic thing was like a small part of why I just started using a Chemex. It's really just it makes better coffee. Yeah. Yeah, so good. But the the plastic argument went out the window because my second favorite way to drink coffee is using the AeroPress, which is it's all plastic. Oh yeah, it's just a plastic tube. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some plastic. But that, I mean, it's, you're not you're not boiling the 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 water in the plastic, so it, it it does have a smaller amount of time, right? Touching the plastic. Yeah, maybe, and then so, you're you're kind of just shoving the water through. Yeah, you're like you you push it. It's like a plunger. Yeah, and you push the water through, kind of like an espresso machine would do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's already too late. <laughs> Yeah, so probably probably none of it matters. The plastics is still You're inside. all filled with plastics. I mean, we the water that he brought came in a plastic jug. So dad's <laughs> drinking coffee, getting drunk. That's the name of the podcast. Uh, oh, oh, coffee, coffee cheers. More clinks. More clinks. <laughs> mm. All right, I brought you that treat. Now we yep. can add that to the coffee. Well, I'm excited. We can. I'm excited about this. Uh, you might want a little taste before you put it in the coffee. Cause oh, yeah. It's just super good. Buffalo yeah. Trace Distillery presents bourbon cream. Made with Kentucky. Made with Kentucky? That, that's what it says? Made with Kentucky. Oh, hmm. you go to the other side. Nope. It's, it, it, no, it's got a little tab. It says made with Kentucky, and then it says straight bourbon whiskey. Made with Kentucky, straight bourbon whiskey? Yeah. Made with Kentucky. Left to liqueur. right? Liqueur. Yeah. 15% alcohol by volume, 30 proof, 750 <laughs> milliliters. CO2.001288. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Pour out some of that bourbon cream. Ah, yes. <laughs> Very thorough. <laughs> this is a very ASMR forward episode. 
just put my mouth all over the the, the thing. Okay. All right, so we always just can take swigs out of it real quick. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that sounded real nice in the microphone. I like that. Oh my god, it's so good. You, oh. want, you want me to get it here? And, you okay? Yeah. If I swig out of this. Yeah. You're yeah. Be cool. Ooh. Oh wow. It sounds so nice. It does. Creamy. Get up on that mic, Jeremy. I can hear you swallow. Oh no! <laughs> Jimmy, got, Jimmy, what about the cream? It's delicious. And the cream always rises <laughs> to the top. Yeah, <laughs> I got it on my shoulder. Oh. I'm gonna put in a real good amount of this. Yeah, you should. Here, load me up. Make it yeah. the way it needs to. Yeah, be. Yeah, we're all gonna drink all of this Buffalo Trace cream in our coffee. I spilled cream all over my mouth and shirt. Yeah, just keep pouring that in there. That's <laughs> yep. Thank you. Slosh it around. Mix. You want to cap, cap this thing? Yeah, I'll cap it. Ooh, the color. Yeah, maybe I went too hard. I don't know. We'll see. Ah, there we go. Oh, that's good. It's a damn good cup of coffee. That's a damn good cup of coffee. So dadding about. We're dads. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Um, so again, I kind of prefaced by saying that we are we are dads. Prefaced? Prefaced. Prefaced? Nope, it's not prefaced. Who oh. says, who the fuck's is preface? I've only read the word. <laughs> <laughs> like facade. <laughs> Fa you mean fucked? <laughs> fucked. <laughs> don't, don't put on that type of facade in front of me. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. So, again, I prefaced by saying that we are dads in three completely different dads. Dadding. We're we're dadding in three Dad, different our, our dads our dads situations. Maybe. What's a good portmanteau <laughs> for for dad and dad zario scenario dad? <laughs> we're on this the dad spectrum. Yes, we're on the dad spectrum. <laughs> uh, Jeremy by far has the most depressing dad spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, jokes jokes aside for the moment. Uh, Jeremy, is there? Uh, would you like to go ahead and begin by kind of explaining your dad's situation? My dad's situation, right? He passed away in October. Well, two thousand. Okay. Well, that's uh, <laughs> that's also a sad uh, dad's dad's area. Sonera dad. Well, Mike, I never knew my real dad. Actually, my stepdad died in October. Yeah, your 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 actual dad was a much older man. Mm. Yeah, what was his name? Horace. Horace, that's right. He wanted to name me Whitey. Which is weird, because we had a grandpa named Whitey. Mm -hmm. Like an actual name? Mm -hmm. Not like a nickname? Nope. Like on the birth certificate. <laughs> that would have made life different. Weird. Yeah. Yep. He lived um, in prison most of the time, so. Uh, <laughs> mm. yeah. so I've been told. Right. But I actually have a similar situation that I have with my real dad, mm -hmm. with my son. Yeah. So, <clears throat> actually... I haven't seen him in quite some time. Not my choice. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, spent a lot of time tracking her down and him down. Yeah. And the cops and stuff being called every time I show up. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but he's out there. Uh, I know she got, uh, my the mother of my child got remarried and has another kid. So he has a sister. Mm -hmm. So he's got like, he's got a family unit that I kind of see whenever I can find someone to add her as a friend on social media. Yeah. The only way is by like snooping around. Right. To like find anything. But uh yeah, no, I love kids. Um I liked the short time that I was a dad. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Uh just the change in diapers and stuff. Yeah. Um I was working too. When he was about 6 months old, I left to roof. Yeah. Make make was, money for the family. Yeah, I was traveling. Support everybody. So, uh, like, I missed all the milestones, like the first words and the walking and yeah, all that stuff. Just sending money home, basically. Yeah. And then I came back and there was no home. Yeah. <laughs> to come back to. Yeah, and then um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, she she basically just left and then took took the your kid. Yep. And unfortunately, she just she just deprives you. Well, the last time of the opportunity the of last, being a dad. The last time I saw him, uh, her family was like yelling through the door. Like he came running up. He's like, "Daddy," yeah. and they're like, "That's not your dad. That's Jeremy." Like, oh yeah. wow, just calling me by the first name. Yeah, 
and like I'm holding him and he's like, Dad, they're like, no, not your dad. <laughs> like just right there. And then, uh, you know, had all the texts of I'm um, taking him to the park and stuff to yeah. see him that day. And then the cops show up and they're like, hey, we see that you have proof that she said you could see him. But now she's saying she doesn't want you to. So what do you want to do? Mm. I was like, well, I guess I'll leave. <laughs> What do you want to do? I'm not going to kick the fucking door in. (laughs) Like, are you waiting for... Get your hand off your gun. I don't know. Yeah, like, what are my my options here? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of my situation. And it's been years. I mean, years and years. Yeah. He's turning... Or he just turned 12. Yeah, 12. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. But I haven't seen him since he was four. So you pay child support. Yeah. Because you're a good fucking dad. Yeah. And you don't get to see your kid. Right. And that always, it has always pained me. Uh, shit, man. This is, <laughs> that's why we're starting, starting the dark part first. That's why I asked, do you want to go light to heavy or heavy no, to heavy, light? Heavy, heavy to light. We're going heavy to light. It's <laughs> Christmas time. I love Wait. you. I love you so much, Jeremy. <laughs> I love you too. Sorry if I missed this part. Wait, do, you, do you know where he's at? He's in Florida. Yeah. He's yeah. in Florida? Yeah, he's in Florida. Oh, I had no idea. Um, Nikki seems to know. I don't even know if any of this should come out. <laughs> Nikki seems to have tracked down where she works. Yeah. So that that's a lead. Yeah. You know. But I mean, I guess technically, because I beat myself up about it, right? Because you can say, like, she's denied me to see him. She's yeah. moved around. I have no idea yeah. where she is. I'm blocked on everything. There's yeah. no way for me to see. The only things I've ever gotten updates, it was years ago, uh, we had a mutual friend that I ran into and I asked her, which was kind of humiliating, but I asked her if she could log into her Facebook and like just show me pictures. Like, yeah. what's he look yeah. like? How's he doing? Mm-hmm. Type stuff. I've I've got a lead on to see her, but I feel I I feel bad, kind of like a deadbeat dad, because I'm sure if I just like went to the courthouse, I could force something to happen. Yeah, I've just never I've never called the cops on her. I've never gotten the. She always got me involved in the court. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, yep, yes, sir. Yep. Sign paperwork, do whatever they asked me to do. And then she's gone. <laughs> and I can't, yeah. I'm sure I could have a long time ago forced a situation. Yeah. And I just never did. I never touched it. I just, it, what happened happened. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I spent just recently, I've gotten more successful Yeah. in life. And uh, so I didn't, but I used to dwell on it all the time. I just be, every night just in tears thinking about it or i used to not be able to go to the store and walk past the kids toys like section and like a walmart or something Mm -hmm. just seeing like people walking around with their kids yeah yeah it would just always put me in a dark place yeah dude that's heartbreaking yeah yeah and it's, it's sometimes now but i'm i'm a lot better now like i see kids on the airplanes and stuff and i make goofy faces or uh, one time there was a kid crying behind me the whole time so i took out uh, one of my business cards and I like folded it into a paper airplane and I tossed it in the seat nice. behind me and he caught it and he started playing with it and he was quiet. Yeah. You're but, great with Delaney. I love kids. Yeah, I do. So, I, so what, what would be the best piece of advice that you'd give somebody in a similar situation to you? It's well, it sounds hypocritical, but I would say just fucking choke it up. Just, I don't know. Okay. Call the cops. <laughs> Go to the court and force subpoenas. Do what I don't know. Yeah. Do the I just never did any of that. I just what happened happened. So I'd say if you if you don't want all those sad moments and you don't want to just be thinking about what could have been, because now I make myself very available yeah. on any social media platform. And when he's old enough, hopefully, that he's not your dad thing didn't stick. Yeah. And he'd be like, well, obviously this guy's not my dad. Like, who is my... I did that. Yeah. Trying to... I hate, a, hate an age where I was like, who's my real dad? I got to yeah. find this guy. And I just researched. He was already dead. Yeah. But I researched and researched. Called people. I know cousins now. Yeah. That, you know. Do you, do you think that the situation that you had with your own dad affected the way that you uh, dealt with your own situation? Absolutely. It was, it was almost like... Um, Uh, Well, my mom did the same thing Yeah, to my real dad Mm -hmm. that the mother of my child did. They, she got pregnant and then like one night he was like drunk. 
I guess. The story I know. He's drunk, he's going up the stairs. My mom, nine months pregnant with me, kicked him down the stairs and then moved to the other side of the state. Didn't tell him where he was going. Nothing, moved in with Inga Bubba. Mm. And then had me. And then immediately got married to my stepdad. Yeah. So like, separate life, that never happened. Like, let's just erase this little yeah. moment. Like, uh -huh. I didn't know that my stepdad was my stepdad until I was like 12. Yeah, it was late. Yeah. Yeah. I so, remember when you found out, I was like, what? Yeah. It's like, is that why I don't look like any of you? <laughs> well, I remember when you were, what was it? You were five when they got married? Oh, uh, yeah, four or five. Yeah. They met when I was one. Yeah. Yeah, but it was they, just I, I remember one. going to the wedding. Mm -hmm. You know, I would have been like seven, eight, something like yeah, that. Yes, so I actually went to school. Uh, my last name was Ragsdale, mm -hmm. but I thought it was DeSells because that yeah. was everyone else's name. Yeah. So, like in school, you know how you like read, do like stuff and you get points and then you can spend them on like erasers or mints or whatever the fuck, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the school <laughs> thing. So I go up, I'm like, yeah, I'm Jeremy DeSells. And like, you have zero points. And be like, are you sure you're not Jeremy Ragsdale? He's got 600 and something. I'm like, yep, I'm Jeremy Ragsdale. <laughs> and I'd spend those points and I just never, the school always gave me hints. Yeah. That I just thought there was some Jeremy Ragsdale roaming around. Oh my God. I really thought there was like some other kid named Jeremy Ragsdale. You just, that you were just, just living his life. Yeah. yeah was, they always confused me with this fucking kid. There must only be two Jeremy's in Florida because I keep getting called Jeremy Ragsdale. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. Ragsdale's going to be pissed when he finds out I got all these erasers. Yeah. <laughs> his points. 680 points. What a nerd. Uh -huh. <laughs> that Jeremy Ragsdale read so many books. What a dork. Hey everybody, it's me, Future Michael. Hope you're going to have a new good new year. Uh, the new year is going to start for me in about three hours. So what I'm going to do is sit alone in the chateau getting drunk. Yep. Huzzah! 2024 is going to be our year, everyone. <laughs> our band of the week is much the same. Their song, Burner, courtesy of P Records. Thanks, guys. Great stuff. We're brought to you by Dungeon Studios, makers of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons modules. Uh, I'm playing in a campaign right now. It's by Dungeon Studios. It's uh, really fun and exciting. And I highly recommend you check them out by going to dungeonstudios.co and getting your own uh, module to play. Because it's fun and shit. Fuck! It's fun! Okay? God! Get it! They're cheap and exciting! Make sure that you guys check out uh, Dad's Getting Coffee, hosted by Justin, which is funny because our guest today was Justin. I say today, but we recorded this weeks ago, and it's right now it's New Year's Eve, 9.12 p.m. Just a few hours to go before this year is over, and a new, more exciting year will begin. 2024, Michael, it's your year, buddy. You can do it. I believe in you, you douchebag. Yeah, and then, uh, so for me specifically, um, so again, you are great with Delaney. I love kids. And Del Delaney is my daughter. Uh, she is about to turn eight years old. And I was with her mom for, uh, I think, eight years before uh, married. We were married for for eight years and then she you know and i'm not going to go into the reasons that she decided to end things i don't necessarily agree with how things turned out but people need to live their own lives she made her decisions and in the end i respect them so uh, i i went from being a dad with a loving family to not having that anymore and it's i had big, to, it's got to be a big shock so i had to learn you know, from going the, you know, the, the, the dad supporting the family, making sure that uh, I'm making money and, and, and making sure that my family has everything that they need. Uh, the wife can stay home with the kid. And I think in all honesty, it, it kind of came down to, she never really had a plan to have that life, you know, to be the stay at home mom. It was never her. And I think that it's, it starts, it's that resentment kind of builded into something that it, you know, just kind of imploded after a while. But I went from, you know, having my 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 family, seeing my daughter every day, seeing all those milestones to now, um, 
and I am in a lucky situation where I do have 50-50 custody after the divorce, but we get divorced and then I don't have the privilege of seeing my daughter all the time and raising her fully and giving her structure and having that, that, that the entire situation. So now is she's living her life and starting a bunch of new stuff. And uh, she has our daughter for half of the time. And I have her for the other half of the time and I'm trying to rebuild my life. And shortly after that separation, I had to deal with the fact that she went to go live with her mom and she took Delaney with her. And she started going to school, and I was a city away, right? And I'm having to deal with the fact that I'm still paying off the debt that we accrued together. Because in my brain, I'm thinking, if I take care of everything, maybe that's what she's looking for, right? I, I pay off all of our debt. I take care of all the stuff. Maybe that's what it was, you know? Uh, she wants to see that I could take care of everything. And I, I did. <laughs> I paid off her car. I paid off all, you know, uh, $12,000 worth of debt over the span of uh, a year. And uh, during that time, I lived with one friend uh, in a, we, I, I call it the Shake Shack. <laughs> it was just a room in the, in his backyard. It had, you know, it had electricity and air conditioning. It had a shower, a toilet, a sink, and then a fold-out bed. And I lived there for five, six months. And then after, uh, I felt like I was overstaying my welcome. So then I moved in with you, Justin. And I yeah. stayed with you and, uh, and Paige. And uh, I lived there for, what was it, another six months? Yeah. Total? About, yeah, around six, six, eight, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah, between six and eight. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's when, you know, I finish paying off the rest of the debt. I pay off. Uh, I, I save up. And then I get the, I get the chateau. They're like, you need, you need to put a third down. You get the chateau. I was like, fuck yeah, finally get a, <laughs> get a place. <laughs> and then, then, Kalen's brother moves from Colorado, and he gets a place in Melbourne. And this was my, this is my saving grace. This moment here because she was able to. She wanted to move out of her mom's house with Delaney, and her and her brother Logan got a place. And it was in, in here where I live, right? And so now I can take her every other week. I can take her to school in the morning before work. I can pick her up from school, at, you know, when work gets out. And so now it's uh, after the, everything is said and done, the divorce is finalized. I have full, 50, we have full 50-50 custody. There's no, you live with your mom and then you get to see your dad, Right. So that, that I'd say all those steps you took, I fucking off that ass off, dude. Paying off her car doing insurance, those steps like that. And we're very amicable. That got um, you, definitely helped you get 50-50. Yeah. Um, which is the best situation. I mean. It is. It's remarkable, actually, how your situation panned out. I know. Versus what we <laughs> hear. definitely could have been worse. <laughs> yeah, especially here. And I, I give her credit for that. It was a, It's a bad situation. She, she knows that it sucks, but that's the direction that she wanted to take her life. And she did do everything she could to make it as easy as possible. So not a lot of people have that situation. It must be weird changing how uh, <clears throat> being a dad mm -hmm. to seeing him every day. Yeah. To seeing him half the time. But then I guess, I mean, this is, if, if you feel this way, it kind of intensifies that time that you have with her. It does. It really it's does. Just one-on-one. -on -one. Mm-hmm. So like, I take that time, and I, I love my daughter more than anything on this planet, and I take that time very, very seriously. Uh, we had a change in schedule for a little while where <clears throat> we were recording on the weekends that I had her uh, just to kind of uh, help with the fact that we have split um, the, the holidays. So if we did a double up for her to take her for two weeks, that means that I had her on the weekends where all the stuff happens. You know, my birthday, Christmas, I have her for Christmas this year. Um, Kaylin has her for Thanksgiving. So she's like, well, if we switch it up, then that means that we don't have to worry about like you have her for the week, but I get her for Christmas, but it's your week, which means that you get to drop her off to me for Christmas or, or Thanksgiving. And then I get, you know, and then, uh, I get her back and stuff. So we did this swap. So <clears throat> the week, uh, there was like three recording sessions that we did where I had Delaney and that was a little bit tougher because then I'm working and I have Delaney, and I, that's why we set up the schedule so that way I can I can have Delaney on the weekends that we don't record, 
And so it was a little bit tougher for those because I, I like, I love to make that time with her, you know? Well, yeah, it's more stuff. <clears throat> it's, it's, it just, you doing the show while she's here, just, it doesn't seem fair to her. Yeah. And Justin, you're her uncle. Yep. You know, by blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, well, I guess marriage. It's not by blood. Paige would be by blood. Yeah, it's by blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paige would be her uncle by blood. Yeah, that's correct. I did that'd agree be, with you. That'd be hella weird. <laughs> that'd be really weird. I have more questions. Right. And then, and then you have uh, uh, you have three kids. Yep. With uh, with Kaylin's sister. Yep. And you have been married to Paige for a long time, mm-hmm. and you have had the 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 the, the privilege and wonderful. Which I, I would not say I, it's I, not I'll, a privilege. It's not privilege. It's hard work. Absolutely. And that that is some great insight. Well, also let me let me end by saying advice because I have to give it some advice real quick on my stuff. So if you guys get into put put into a situation like me, again, the best thing that you can do is work on yourself during these times it's more important to make sure that you're growing as a person and you're 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 taking care of yourself because right now i'm kind of teeter-tottering between taking care of myself but my main focus is on my daughter i I think it's important for you to make sure that you take care of yourself i have my own opinions about myself which i'm dealing with (laughs) but if i had to tell somebody else about it love yourself Love yourself because that is one of the hardest things that you're going to come across in the situation because you're going to blame yourself. You're going to blame yourself for everything. And then you're going to do everything that you can to try and make it better, even though you can't control the situation. And then when you come out of it, make sure that you remember that you matter. You're still good. It's not your fault necessarily <laughs> i don't know maybe maybe you're a drug addict piece of shit and it is your fault but <laughs> let's assume that you're not <laughs> so just try to make sure to remember to put the time in for yourself make sure the kid's good you know maybe maybe it will you you will find a way to live your life after the fact you will adapt you will overcome your kids will still love you and uh, you just need to remember to love yourself. Now, Justin, Justin's worked his ass off to accomplish what uh, what we have not, Jeremy. <laughs> well, it's the it's it's the dream scenario. It's right? the dream scenario. It's the dream scenario. And Justin's going to share uh, share with us some insight into how that works because I guarantee you it's not easy. I guarantee you it's not easy. So, yeah, so definitely not. You have you have three beautiful my nieces, mm-hmm. three beautiful children, and. You have been with Paige uh, from from I I guess we should start at the beginning, right? It's high school. Oh yeah, but all the way back. You want to go that far? Let's fucking do it. Well, okay. So we just celebrated our twelfth anniversary in September of marriage. Of marriage. Yep. But <laughs> together, I, I, I think we met somewhere around like two thousand three, two thousand four, and didn't date right away. But I knew her, and then. We we dated for maybe a year or so after I asked Keith, her dad. Yep. Probably like three or four times. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> let me date her. <laughs> Legit, I, I asked for permission like three or four times. Yeah. And he shot me down three of those four times. Who says no? Like, Keith. Well, yeah. Well, I know, but like, like you have a kid who's the he's he's got the he's got the foresight and the respect of you know he's he's respectful <laughs> enough to ask you. And he's just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Did he ever give you a reason? I don't remember, but it was it was probably warranted. Yeah. Maybe he wanted. He, to he was see, probably right. <laughs> maybe he wanted to see you keep coming back. Yeah, yeah. Well, Not give it up. So I, I was actually uh, buds with Keith before I, I ever met Paige. Mm-hmm. So we we went to the same church, and Keith kind of like ran all the sound stuff, I think. And I kind of back to the future scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, started kind of protégeing a little bit, and then like. We were kind of friends, and then yeah, one day I just I happened to notice that he had a hot daughter, and I was like, <laughs> "Wait a minute, hold up!" <laughs> hey Keith. Yeah. So yeah, hey yeah. buddy. Things progressed, and we dated, uh, but she and her family relocated to Florida. So oh, for context, this happened in Indiana. I'm, yeah. I'm originally from Indiana. Yeah. So they their family relocated to Florida in 2004, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the distance kind of pulled us apart. And then I joined the army 2005. I was gone. And then I think it wasn't until 
there was kind of like a uh, we stayed in kind of contact over time, not much, but a little bit. And then in around 2009 or so is when we really reconnected. Uh, about the time I was getting out of the army, I got out in 2010, mm. and yeah, that's when we we probably reconnected the most. And that's when I met you. Yeah, 2009, I think I met you. I yeah, was, you were you were in Germany, and I met you over a, a video call. Yeah, Skype call. We yeah. might have covered this the last time I was on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, what, I, I got out of the Army, moved to Colorado, we reconnected, but it was long distance, she was still here in Florida, but then we decided we wanted to, you know... Uh, Do it. Yeah, be together. <laughs> you know, Sex stuff. Uh, which meant we were both kind of on the same page, like, we... we, we, ah. we, we ah. Yeah, that's kind of... That's not so on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, we knew we wanted to get married and have kids, you know, and if that was going to happen, she wants to be with her with her family, with her mom. So. I met Paige. Yeah. I met Paige before I met you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, because yeah, I met Kaylin and everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we're like, yeah, I got this boyfriend, military guy. Yeah, he's a pretty cool dude, probably. Yeah. And then yeah. I met you over at Mike's place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, the bromance. That's right. <laughs> Still going strong. It's so good. <laughs> you want to be a third Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Michael and Jeremy see your podcast and featuring Justin's there. Justin. <laughs> Justin's there too. Anyway, yeah. So I moved. I moved to Florida so that we could start working on that. That you know. Getting... And Paige had a dream. Mm -hmm. She always had a dream. Always wanted to be stay at home mom. Yeah. So yep. you you had that as a boon. Yeah. It's great. Right off the bat. And it did it's not great. start off well at all. No. <laughs> no. I have moved to Florida and I lost everything. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, Sold shark. every bit of property. Yeah. I didn't have any network. And, uh, I tried to leverage my, you know, military background and job into a job here and it just nobody was interested. And yeah, within the f six months, like all money gone. Yeah. You were a vet. What'd you, do, what'd you do in the military? I did like <clears throat> basically logistics. Yeah. Yeah. He also got blowed up one time. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But uh, Justin, <laughs> just a veteran who fought for our fucking country, who was literally like in the shit, right? Uh, gets a, had to get a job at fucking Burger King. Yeah. For two weeks. Yeah. You, yep. you served the same time as my brother. Oh, nice. Yeah. You were out there with Rob. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was Army too. Mm -hmm. uh, medic, combat nice. medic. Yeah, that's cool. I wonder if we ever cross paths. That would be that, cool. That would be cool. That yeah. would be cool. He has the same kind of story. No one gives a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> he just travels now. He yeah, just I worked at, around. I got a job at Burger King for like two weeks. Yeah, and then I got a, I got hired as a file clerk at an electronics uh, manufacturing place. And then, like, I, right at the time when they hired me, they did like restructuring in the sales department, and one of their salespeople left. And it was day two, and they were like, you want a promotion yeah, to a salesperson? <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Turned out was, I was terrible at sales. It, well, no, that's not true. You did a good job. You hated that job, but you were good at it. Yeah, yeah. I was very sad about that job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember the day that you quit, because oh, oh, also while you were working at that job, uh, your first daughter was born. Yep. And when when she was born... I feel like shit hit the fan for you mentally. Yeah. You, you went out and got a fucking second job. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I actually wanted to touch on this because thinking about the dynamics of, like, distance and time, how that affects your relationship with your children. Like, for you, I like the, the divorce situation is unfortunate, but I like that you have the proximity and everything's amicable. Dude, that's such a huge deal. Absolutely. Oh, I know. That's a huge I'm deal. very thankful. I was very – I was elated. So yeah. I noticed I've noticed that. this over the years. The difference in the like the dynamic of my relationship with each kid is different mm -hmm. because at the time when Aveline was born, yeah, I was doing that job that I hated, you know, full time job, eight hours a day, and then I would deliver pizza at night, yeah. and I was taking online college classes, trying to get a degree, and then like pick up little remodel jobs and stuff on the weekends on the side. So it was just like go go, go 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 all the time, yeah. And there wasn't a whole lot of time for she and I. You know, fast forward to kid number two, after I got fired, 
which was the best day of your life. I remember how happy yeah. you were. Uh-huh. You were so. I, I I I came over to Justin's place, uh, saw him and Paige, and he was just a lady. He's like, he's like Michael. I got fired today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's even, time for celebration. <laughs> even the manager, he called me into the office, and I kind of, I kind of had an inkling, you know, of what was going to happen. He told me I was fired, and I was just like full smile, ear to ear. And he was, he he was like, this is the first time I've ever fired someone who was just full smiles, and I'm like. <laughs> Dude, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> yeah, so when I got fired, I went back to college full time. Yeah. And using my GI Bill. And if you don't know, if you go to school full time on a GI Bill, they'll give you a monthly housing allowance. Yeah. That monthly housing allowance was more than I got paid at that full time job. Oh my God. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh my God. So I got fired. Got a raise, went back to college, you know. Spent more time with your kids. Took a couple classes, you you know, throughout the day. And then I was just really just home, like, all the time. Because it was just school. And I think I might have kept delivering pizza. Hence all the sex required to make another human being. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Must procreate. Well, you know, so that second kid, um, they are all the time, fully available. Like, you know, and so the relationships are different. Like, I have a good relationship with all three of my kids. Yeah, but there's there's definitely a difference, and I think that kind of stem it kind of stems from that that like those early early years. You know, with the with the older one, I'm just I was I was gone all the time, constantly working, like mad depression because of that. You know. Fast forward to second kid, so much happier. I'm home all the time, like full interaction for the first, what, I probably did school for a year and a half, two years. Yeah. Just there all oh, the time. Knowing kids too, the, there's a chance that that older one's like, man, dad spends a lot more time with my little. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, she got the benefit out of that too. I was home with both of them. Yeah. yeah. You know, so got to recoup, I felt like, and maybe repair some of the damage from the earlier time that we didn't get. Yeah. You know, it was, it was a really fun, really cool time. And then, uh, we get to kid number three and you had, you had your third kid, uh, after you started your crane operating. Yeah. 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 So uh, you, you, you get the, the job that you're currently at, Uh the job that you, uh, went to you. I remember you went to school out of state Yep. and that was hard. That was hard for Paige. Yeah, ten weeks. Um, she was home with, uh, yeah, two kids. Yeah, you know, by herself uh, through a hurricane. Yeah, I, remember. I think that was Matthew. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And a house that we rented. Uh, oh man, the the landlords that owned that property were just phenomenal. Yeah, such great people. So old in the yeah. whitest giant white teeth. Oh, he was awesome though. He was he was he was the best landlord. Uh, nobody has a better landlord than that guy. He was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you were like, "There's a lot of uh, oak trees around here. It's yeah. hurting my car." Okay, I'm gonna build you a carport tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was like a storm, and yeah, we had like three or four big live oaks on the property, and a storm came through, and a, a limb, you know, a foot and a half, two foot in diameter, like ten feet long, came down right down the middle of the neighbor's van. And just crushed it. And so I was like, hey, Victor, uh, (laughs) yeah, I just got this new car to transport my kids and stuff around. You got lots of trees. I need to keep that car, if at all possible. (laughs) What do you think about building a carport? And he was like, let's do it. Yeah. He said, if you help me do it, we'll do it. And yeah, we we poured the pad. You know, we poured like a nice pad for it and built a carport. And dude, yeah, he was awesome. awesome. And the guy was like in his 70s and he would come to clean, have like a rubber, rubberized roof or whatever, had Mm -hmm. like that coating. Yeah. And I'm like, well, let me go get the ladder. Nope, he would just shimmy up the tree and hop onto the roof. He <laughs> was the 80? Yeah. Yeah, he was like in his 70s. Yeah. That, he sounds like a good time, dude. Yeah. And I, like, I, I called I called his wife one time talking about bringing her the rent money. I'm like, how's Victor? And he's like, oh, he fell off of a roof uh, a couple of days ago. He broke some ribs, but he won't go to the hospital. He's currently on another neighbor's house fixing their roof. Like, what? <laughs> That dude rules. Yeah, yeah, and he had like he had like a ton of he had like seven or eight kids plus like awesome, about a, awesome dude. About a dad. Oh, he was yeah. living this. He was living his fucking best life. Dude. Yeah, puts us all to shame. He was yeah. a cool dude. Yeah, we should have him on the show. I'm uh, way too lazy to do all that shit, dude. I like working on stuff. Like when I get a project yeah. done, I like working on it. But yeah, someone calls me. They're like, mm-hmm. "Hey, Jeremy, I just I got this roof." And it's just me, and it's raining tomorrow. You want to help? I'm like, mm. <laughs> nope. I take pictures of him now. Nah, I don't really do. You that help anymore. me with mine though, right? I'll help. Yeah, no, I I do. If it's helping somebody, like a friend, 
then I'm down to help. But if yeah. it's like a job, oh yeah, no. Someone wants to like subcontract me to help mm-hmm. them do construction shit. Yeah, I'm like no, nah. I, I got a job. While I'm thinking about it, help me address. This is a rabbit trail, real quick. Okay, sure. but yeah. you being a roof expert, I was just talking about this on Thanksgiving because we were watching Christmas movies and I'm watching the Santa Claus. And I was like, okay, a full a full sled with like a team of reindeer, which are like big animals. Yeah, yeah. Big animals on little hooves, landing on a shingle roof. Not not great. It depend. It really does depend. Yeah. On the size and the slope of the roof, a lot yeah. of them can hold a lot of weight. Yeah. It depends. I guess it depends on how gentle they land. <laughs> really? Do they just like? They use Christmas magic, Jamie. Yeah, but then there's some movies they take off, and they're <laughs> them <laughs> taking <laughs> off yeah. would destroy. <laughs> them. Yeah, they would fall right that through. Scra- well, that scraping sled behind them. That they could lay- fill- That sled is filled with eight billion kids' presents. I don't Jamie. think the bag weighs anything though. Yeah, but then oh, then you get the whole team of reindeer. What are there like eight reindeers? Yeah, and then what? How much does a reindeer weigh? Like. But they're magic. 800 yeah, pounds they, they or something? They also fly, Justin. <laughs> they're magic. True, but... They do yeah. fly. But I don't some, know. But I don't know. They hit the roof, and sometimes you hear that they land <laughs> on the roof, and, like, and then you hear the... <laughs> you know, the taking the off would literally destroy the roof. The, would, that's the what I'm saying. Second they the, put their the muscles Newtonian pushing, force required to <laughs> jettison that sleigh. Yeah. As soon as all of them put any muscle strength into a hoof, those hooves are going right through the roof. Oh, yeah. And yeah, they're dude. falling through the attic. Because that's just plywood underneath there. Well, yeah, well, OSB. I mean, it's thick. It's it's like marine rated. Yeah, it's it, it is. Okay. So here here's my thought. Like Santa Claus has got all these teams that like <laughs> do different. So you got the elves that make the toys, and then in the Santa Claus movie, he gets captured. He goes to jail, and they send a <laughs> they send a rescue team out. It's yeah. like the the, the elf Secret SWAT Service, team. Yeah. yeah. So he's got like he's got. Uh, access to different. Th- so does he? Is he just like patching people's roofs up too on Christmas? They just show up. There's like little yeah. elves just pop up with some like roofing cement. God yeah. damn it, Blitzen! <laughs> You're a little That's rough actually- on that takeoff. We gotta we gotta do some patchwork. <laughs> that would be funny to see in a movie. Yeah, that the would. Fucking elves that have to go clean up after Santa Claus. Right. Who's yeah. Needs up to- all the reindeer shit. This needs to be addressed on film. <laughs> what is it? All the uh, the bird strikes Santa does. <laughs> <laughs> We are Majizipod, M-J-S-Y-P-O-D, on all the things. Dad's getting coffee. Check him out. That was a delicious cup of coffee. It was a fantastic cup of coffee. I did I actually... check him out. I listened to him on the way here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of some guys hanging out, talking about fatherhood and stuff. Yeah, and I we like did it. that today. Better, faster, stronger, and hornier. All right, so Justin, someone in your fatherly situation, what's the best advice you would give? In my fatherly situation, yeah, specifically, um, I think... That the most important thing you could do for your kids is maintain a healthy marriage. Um, you know, you, as, a, as a parent, like, you want to be an example to your kids. You've heard the phrase probably, like, more things are caught rather than taught with children. Like, mm-hmm. they pick up the things that they observe regularly rather than, like, you can lecture a kid 500 times on something and it never, it's never going to land. Like, they have to see the example of the thing that you want them to learn. And so I think... I think the like I love my kids more than anything, but the the marriage relationship is probably a higher priority. I think because it goes hand in hand. Yeah, exactly. Yep, and maintaining a, a good, healthy marriage. Like you know, it's just the example. Like if you want your kids to grow up and have that, you, you know, you try your best to be the example of it. Like if you want your kid to have a good level of integrity, you have to model a good level of integrity. Yeah, you know, and so I think it still applies even in your situation. Like. As much as you can, you know, you try to be amicable and yeah. maintain a, a decent working oh, relationship. Yeah. Kayla yeah. and I do not fight. We do not yell at each other. Yeah. We do not have arguments. And we, we also communicate for um, anything that needs a call. Yeah. If it's if it's significant, then her and I touch base. So she does it with me. Hey, listen, this is going down. This is how I'm thinking about handling it. You got to be on what the same side. So yeah. her and I both do that regardless, no matter what. If, if, if there's a call that needs to be made, we communicate about it. She calls me, I call her, and that's just automatic. So we, we both try. Our, our co-parenting is... As, as best as it's going to be, you know, we try and emulate each other's, you know, yeah. she goes to bed at the same time at my place as hers. We, we do the same stuff. We talk about, the th- we have the, we try and emulate the same routine. So she's not having to go through that fucking 
spiral of trying to be like, oh, I'm at mom's, so now yeah. bedtime's at this time. Or oh, I can get away with this with mom, and I can get away right. with this with dad. <clears> it's being the, on the same page. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, continue. That was, that was it. Okay. Yeah. Maintain We're, a good marriage. I like that. Yeah. I like because it. you, yeah, you are the example. Then, I was I was saying to Mike uh, something that I had heard was uh, like boys grow up and their example of a woman to find is supposed to be like their mom. Yeah. And then like little girls grow up and they look up to their dad to be the role model of yeah. the kind of guy that they will accept. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if you have a dad who's just like pushing your mom around yeah. and is a piece of shit, then that There's little girl might grow might, up yeah. and go, well, he says he still loves me. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, stuff like that. I You're think right. that all falls under the umbrella of just like, you know, trying to model the type of person that you want your kid to be. Like, if you want them to learn to have good character, then have good character. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're going to watch you and do you what you do. three girls? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What's that like? It's pretty great. Yeah? Yeah, I love them, dude. I, <laughs> I Estrogen. Never, <laughs> I never really thought about having kids. Like, when I was coming, because I, I came up pretty pretty bad, like, pretty rough. And yeah. So having kids or a family or even, like, a decent job never occurred to me as, like, a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> so when I had kids... You know, had a girl. I didn't really have a preference. Like, you know, oh, I really want a boy. I, I never had that. Uh, but then after the first one, I was like, yeah, a boy would be cool. And then I got two more girls. <laughs> but honestly, I was like, nah, I'm chill. This and you're, is cool. You're fixed yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're done, though. Yeah, snippy, snippy. <laughs> yeah. No more condoms. <laughs> and I'm, I'm cool with it, dude. I, I love my girls. Awesome. Oh, like, I thought you were gonna say I love having sex without condoms. What's the, oh yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I would recommend it. <laughs> <clears throat> I've used the condom once in my life. Oh my god, Jerry! <laughs> I've had lots of illicit sex too. Yeah, been around a lot of places. <laughs> we are Majizzy Pod, M J S Y P O D, on all the things. You can find us wherever you are listening. Maybe, Jeremy, maybe they're listening in Atlanta right now on the radio. 99 on the radio, 99.1. So thank you guys the, for tuning in. What's the call in. sign? WDJY. FM. FM. 99.1. <laughs> Should we do like some... Uh, Was it straight talk? Straight talk. Yeah. Oh, hey, we're here on the radio in Atlanta. Things are dire. We need to create radio voices for the radio. Anyway, make sure you guys tune into our Patreon channel on Spotify. We have our Patreon episodes all in a one spot, Michael and Jeremy steal your podcast supreme, and uh, uh, enjoy our band of the week. We have a different band of the week every episode, and those bands get featured on our playlist, which is on Spotify as well. <laughs> yep, and it's called the Majizzy Pod Playlist. Nope, that's incorrect. Michael and Jeremy steal your playlist. Yep. Majizzy playlist. There's a space between those two words. So you can look up the playlist. Actually, Jeremy, what we're going to be doing is featuring a band of the year. So you'll be able to go on our Facebook page, which please follow our Facebook page. And we are going to be putting out soon a uh, band of the year. So we're going to have some options. You can look at the bands that have made the list. And then you can go to our playlist, listen to those bands, and then select who you believe is going to be the band of the year. Put in your votes. Uh, we have a phone number, 903-206-287-0660. And you can call that phone number. You can leave a voicemail. You can leave a text message, and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll share it on the show. Um, actually, I had one. No, you didn't. Yes, Someone I did. Someone called the... I forgot the number because no one ever calls it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the voicemail. Go do sex <laughs> For a second, I thought it was the voicemail. So this, uh, so I actually responded to this text message. Oh, it's a text. Yes. Okay. It's texts. Okay, so I may have uh, distributed this phone number on a dating site. <laughs> All right. And it was hello, dear, and I said hello there. She goes, hey, it's me, so and so, and I said cousin, so and so, and she goes. No, so-and-so from the dating app. And I was like, oh, well, hello. Getting ready for Thanksgiving? <laughs> and then she just sends an unsolicited photo of herself, which is probably not her. And then I said... Well, sh- wait, wait. Show the class. That's not a real person. Was, Let me see. Yeah. Just, don't, don't click on... Just found that on Instagram you or something. never click anything someone sends you to Google because it could be filled with, with, with terrible I viruses. I was trying to... 
But the point is, you, you just see, <clears throat> look at it. Just look at to it. Zoom in. Don't zoom on on it. I'll just move it closer to your face. If anything, her skin tones don't match. But anyway, and so she sent. I said, "Hello, uh, getting ready for Thanksgiving." She sends a photo, and I said, "So yes." <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "You're Michael, right?" And I said, "That's me." She goes, "Okay, how was your day been today?" I said, "It was awesome. Got some work done and headed to Orlando to hang with my brother." And she says, "Okay, good to hear that." And I say, "So what are you up to?" And she says, "Nothing much, just chilling. You live alone." <laughs> <laughs> And I said, nice, I do live alone. She goes, okay. <laughs> Can you send a picture of you? And then I didn't respond for five minutes. And she goes, I guess you don't want to do that. I was like, I mean, I can. <laughs> and she's like, okay, so can you send me a picture now? And so I sent her a picture of me. And I said, for your viewing pleasure. And she goes, nice, you look good, heart. Ooh. She's like, are you married? I was like, not anymore. Ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I've been divorced for a minute. And she goes, a minute? I said, well, no, like a year. (laughs) Well, I technically haven't been divorced for a year. I've been separated for almost two years. And then I've been divorced. I don't know. I just, that's that's why I texted the stranger. Uh, And I was like, I meant like a hot minute. She goes, ha ha, LOL. So how long have you been single? I feel like I just answered that question. Yeah. And she's like, I guess you're busy right now. Another five minutes goes by. And she goes, I guess you're busy right now. And I was like, I didn't I didn't say anything else. <laughs> so that's who's texting our show, Mike? Uh, the, so that's a text message. That's the caliber of text messages we're getting? That we currently have. Show? Yes. So please, uh, anyone who's listening, please break the mold. <laughs> send a text message that we can play on our show. Just send a text to JizzyPod. <laughs> Mike's over here talking to robots. Yep. I hate myself. <laughs> uh, anyway, anything else, Jeremy? Um, <clears throat> yeah. Did you ask Justin? Did he ask? Did we ask him the question last uh, time? I don't no, think so. No, we haven't asked. The, uh, Justin, we ask everybody who's on our show one question. Do you know what the question is? Yes. Uh, what is the question? Yeah, I anticipated this. Uh, what, what, what's the question? <laughs> Schwarzenegger Stallone. Yeah, who is it? Uh, okay. Um, I was just going to make it succinct, you know? I'm not going put, to put a lot of words into it. But in the, in the 90s, when I was a kid... The one name that was always on the top of every other young boy's like list of badass cool people was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. So that's got to be my answer. Blamo! Damn it! Got one. <laughs> but Rambo. Uh, yeah, Rambo's awesome. Uh, yeah, Rocky's that. awesome. Uh, Demolition Man was awesome. Demolition Man is fantastic. Yeah, but the list of Schwarzenegger movies that I could also just list off <laughs> is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kindergarten it's- Cop. Dude, I thought about Schwarzenegger a lot when I was a kid. Everybody wanted to be that dude. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. Well, thank you, Justin. I appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, You're you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I think that's it. Yeah. I feel like I'm forgetting something important. Um, To check out our Christmas special. Listen to it. Or don't. (laughs) I don't care. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out. Justin. Well, do you want to join in, Justin? Sure. Peace. Bye. 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 Can a man take these lapses in cognition with the answers to the questions I'm not asking if you promise to be candid? I spent the last year so I'm going to edit that out. You're making more work for me when you do that. <laughs> I thought you wanted a crying baby. I'm going to put a real crying baby in there. Oh, I'm going right. to add it in. <laughs>